Hello, I'm Andrew Tuck and you're listening to Tall Stories on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist, the show all about the cities we live in. We head underground in the UK capital this week, but not, as you might predict, to take a ride on London's famous tube network. Until the early 2000s, another collection of carriages shuttled about the city. But these ones were dedicated to moving parcels, not people. To find out more, Monocle's Sophie Monahun Coombs took a ride on a preserved section of the old mail rail and delivered us this tall story. Lying underneath the City of London is a rail network system, but it's not the underground that's used by millions of people to travel across the city every day. There is another, now defunct, railway that had one particular purpose. Developed and designed in the early 20th century, the mail rail officially opened in December 1927 to move the country's post around underneath the streets of London. I spoke to Chris Taft, Head of Collections at the Postal Museum, to find out more about why it was introduced. Prior to that point, in the early 20th century, the speed of movement of mail across London was very slow. And it was important to get the mail from sorting offices, or mail centres or district offices as they were called at the time, like Mount Pleasant where we are today, to railway stations where the mainline trains were taking the mail around the rest of the country. And because the railway stations, the mainline railway stations, weren't next to or close to, in some cases, the district offices... Moving the mail above ground was very slow and traffic was very busy. So the railway was developed as an idea to speed the movement of mail up. So the idea of the railway was to link together six district offices, as they were called, or sorting offices as we'd call them today, with two of London's main railway stations, Liverpool Street Station and Paddington Station. And so the purpose really was just to aid the movement of mail across the capital. Today, visitors can ride around a short section of the track and experience the very same journey made by letters and parcels. In total, there are about six and a half miles of tunnels and 22 miles of track, as this doubles over, that was of integral use to the UK's postal system. At the peak of operation, Mail Rail was operating 22 hours a day, seven days a week, so it was a really, really busy site. It was four million items a day going through the system. You know, you'd have something like 200 bags of mail on every train. You would have something like 18 trains active on the network at any one time. At Mount Pleasant, you had a, a six-minute service, so if you stood on the platform at Mount Pleasant, a train full of mail would be coming in every six minutes. So at its peak, it was really, really busy, constant operation, operating, as I say, for 22 hours a day. And the two hours where it wasn't operating was when it was shut down for maintenance purposes. So it was a 24-hour operation. That would have been around the late 70s, early to mid 80s, even right through to the late 80s, to be honest. The decline started in the late 80s, early 90s. Use began to decline in the 1990s in line with a dwindling number of district offices and the post office began to use less facilities to sort more mail. At the same time as some of the district offices began to close, some of the mainline railway stations also became passenger only. By 1995, the mail rail system had lost much of its purpose. Yet, it's surprising to think that only in 2003 did the railway completely cease in operation. For a number of years, it was uncertain what would happen to these tracks, but now visitors can come and ride the mail rail and visit the Postal Museum, which opened in 2017. The idea really first started in about 2011, when we had the idea to create the Postal Museum in a building 
on Phoenix Place where the museum now is. So that building was identified as a, a former Royal Mail building that was no longer needed by them and it was offered to us to lease but offered to us to create the postal museum and so at that point we spoke to Royal Mail and said you know how about we could explore the possibility of opening up parts of Mail Rail at the same time and so we sort of experimented with it we looked at different options we thought about how it might work whether we would have a train ride whether it would be walking routes only whether it would be an electric train battery powered train you know thought about how we would operate it and so we began to explore it and construction work began in about 2015 to convert the space to make it safe and accessible for visitors. And it, as I say, it opened in mid to late 2017. Sitting on the small train as I moved around the railway, I was struck by how unusual it seemed for people to have been working down here, sorting post and redirecting it to its final destination. I asked Chris whether this is something truly special or if cities around the world have similar hidden postal networks. Mail is a completely unique system. There's nothing else like it in the world. There were obviously underground railways. There's plenty of underground railways. This is an underground railway that was built purely to move the post and it was completely automated. So it was the idea for it was based on something that was used in Chicago in the US at the early part of the 20th century. But that moved general goods and items around the city and it wasn't automated. It was driver operated and it was designed to move things between shops in Chicago. So that's what they looked at for the inspiration. But Mail Rail was the only dedicated underground railway to move post and the only one completely automated that was moving post. And nothing else has ever existed like it before or since. You've been listening to Tall Stories, a Monocle 24 production. Today's episode was written by Sophie Monaghan Coombs and produced and edited by David Stevens. Remember to tune in on Thursday for the full 30-minute edition of The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye, and thank you for listening, City Lovers. City Lovers.